0: nighttime, when you all go home, this church gets really creepy. What makes it worse is that when we lock up the church, we open all the confessional doors just to make sure that nobody's trying to find a bed for the night. And so when you're walking down the aisle on the side, when all the lights are out and you're walking out, it just looks like a big abyss into the confessional. And when your mind works over time. You think that something is just bound to jump out at you in the darkness. But one of the things that a lot of people do the first time they come into the Basilica, which might have been your experience the first time you came in, is they walk in and they look up because of the high ceilings, because of the stained glass windows. Well, if you walk into the church, even at night, and you look up, because we're downtown, light is still coming in. But it comes from the top. If you're just looking down and walking down the aisle, it seems like darkness. But light is coming in. The wise men, in in order to find Jesus, were looking up. They were looking to the stars. They were reading and looking to the stars for an answer to something. And it's because they were looking up that they found the Star of Bethlehem. And those things remind me of a quote that has stuck with me, which doesn't often happen from movies, but from the Star Wars movie Rogue One. And in the movie, the heroine is struggling as to whether or not she should join the rebellion against the Empire, whether it's the right thing to do or not. And at one point, a family friend confronts her and says, doesn't it bother you that the imperial flag is flying high? And she turns to him and says, it's not really a problem if you don't look up. See, we're made to look up. We're made to see the light. We're made to ask the big questions in life. That's drawn on our heart by our creation. But it's really easy in our life to get bogged down, to get weighed down by all the smaller questions of day to day. Like, how am I going to pay my mortgage this month? How am I going to deal with this troublesome family member? How am I going to fulfill my New Year's resolution this year? And on and on. We get bogged down in the questions of right now. Because they're the most pressing. They're the ones that need an answer right away. But when was the last time you stopped in thought or in prayer and asked, why do I exist? Or, why do I have such a deep longing for love? And maybe if you ask that question to somebody, why do you exist? Well, maybe they would say, well, there was the Big Bang, and from the Big Bang the universe was created, and then the Earth was created in evolution, and now, here I am. But what sparked the Big Bang? Why was there matter at all in the beginning anyway to even have a Big Bang? Or love? Why do I have such a strong drive to love and to be loved? Well, because it's essential for survival. Nobody is supposed to survive alone. So love drives us to be together and form community so that we can survive by being together. But why go through all the difficulty of broken love and healing from that and trying again? Why go through all the hardship? of loving someone that's difficult to love and go through that over and over again, striving for love and authentic love, not just the love that you would have for an acquaintance, but deeper than that. See, we're made to ask the big questions. We're made to look up like the wise men, like what we do when we come into our basilica. But if we get bogged down by the smaller questions all the time we can start to lose the desire to ask the big questions or even to know how to ask those big questions. Now the small questions are important. You have to ask them because otherwise you don't live. If you don't ask the small questions and look for an answer to the small questions You become like the philosopher in a university who almost never eats a full meal because his head is always in a book. That's not life either. But the two have to go together, they're made to go together. That's what we're being shown through the action of the wise men. Because if you take, for example, a relationship in your life that's difficult. If you only focus on the small questions with that relationship, you're going to get bogged down with the question of, we are always disagreeing. How am I going to find a way to reconcile with this person? Or this person has just an annoying character trait that I can't deal with. I don't know how I can be around them, even though they work in the cubicle next to me. We get caught up in trying to find the answer to those questions, and we forget why am I in a relationship with this person at all? If it's a coworker, why am I even doing this job? Because we're doing the same job together. Are we looking towards the same thing? Because we have this, if we have the same goal, we can learn to work together better than if we're just dealing with this one problem that we can't get over. Or with a loved one in your family, why am I in a relationship with them, a spouse? Why did we get married in the first place? instead of just worrying about the disagreement or the annoyance, and get bogged down in that, and never find a solution. Or take the example of a New Year's resolution. The most popular New Year's resolution being that I'm going to be healthy this year. So why do you want to be healthy? Well, because I need to lose weight because I'm overweight, or I need to look better, or I'm worried about sickness that runs in my family, and so I need to be healthy to avoid the probability that I'm going to get sick. How often do those actually motivate success? The best answer I ever heard to that New Year's resolution was from a father who said, I need to lose weight because I need to be able to get on the floor and play with my kids. See if we stop asking the big questions, why am I doing this, our life starts to lose direction and meaning and purpose, because all we can do is try to find the answer to the next question that's coming, and we deal with that, and we move on to the next one, and we move on to the next one, move on to the next one, and we don't look far enough to see. It becomes like being in the basilica at night and being inundated with the darkness, when all it would take was to look up and see enough light to know where to go. It's like the wise men. Why were the wise men the only ones who saw the star? Why did Herod have to ask the wise men to go to Bethlehem and report back to him to find out where this was? If there was a star over Bethlehem, I can tell you that they would have been able to see it from Jerusalem. It's not very far away. It's walkable. But they didn't. Why? Because they didn't know the question to answer. They didn't know the question to ask. But the wise men were looking. See, where do we find that light? Where do we find the answer to those big questions? And for us as Christians, this is where we find the beauty of our God. This is what we see at Christmas at the Epiphany. Because the wise men asked the question, and they looked to the stars to look for an answer. And they followed that and pursued that all the way to its end. But when they got to the place of Jesus' birth, it says that they were overwhelmed with joy. But they didn't come. They came looking for a king. And when they came looking for the king, they didn't look up at the king sitting on a throne. They looked down at a king lying in a manger. See, the beauty of our God is that he reveals the answer, he reveals the light in humility, in an infant, in creation. See, we look for the bigger answer, but then God reveals it to us in our midst. That's the gift of our Christian faith, that God is almighty creator, born as a child offering himself at the mercy of Mary and Joseph to raise him. So, the question for us is, are we willing to be like the wise men and to pursue the bigger questions, to take the time to pause and reflect and to pray? Why do I exist? Why do I love? Why do I pursue this career? Why do I stay married? Why do I believe in God at all? What's the point? Because the answer for us as Christians is the gift of Christmas. And we look to a manger to find that light and to find that answer to the biggest questions of our heart.